coming for you, little one, when the kettle jumped into the fire, towels flapping on the hooks, and the dog crept off groaning to the deepest part of the woods. In the hackles of dry brush, a thin laughter started up. Mother scalded the food warm and smooth in the pot and called you to eat. But I spoke in the cold trees. New one, I have come for you. Child, hide and lie still. The sumac pushed sour red cones through the air. Copper burned in the raw wood. You saw me drag toward you. Oh, touch me, I murmured, and licked the soles of your feet. You dug your hand into my pale, melting fur. I stole you off, a huge thing in my bristling armor. Steam rolled from my wintry arms. Each leaf shivered from the bushes we passed until they stood naked, spread like the clean spines of fish. Then your warm hands hummed over and shoveled themselves full of the ice and the snow. I would darken and spill all night running until at last morning broke the cold earth and I carried you home, a river shaking in the sun. That is The Wendigo by Louise Edrich, 1984. It was a little spooky. <laughs> it is. It's supposed to be. <laughs> there is a lot of, I don't want to say bad words because really there's, I can't say there's no bad words. There are bad words, but like, <laughs> you know, like sour and scorched. Yeah, like all these like Melting words that really just make you cringe a little. <laughs> yeah, and like it, it, like the way that they do the like imagery is kind of like you can kind of see you know lapping at the soles of your feet like it's just kind of this creepy little whole <laughs> thing going on. Alrighty, welcome to another bonus episode of Fucked Up Fables. If ruining your childhood is something you enjoy, you've come to the right place. It's finally October. That means that means fall, pumpkin spice, everything, and spooky tales. I love pumpkin spice. Uh, For Christmas, my friend got me a bag full of pumpkin spice goodies one year. It had marshmallows, bread, cake, muffins, Mm. syrup. It had pumpkin spice syrup. (laughs) It was just like 20 different pumpkin spice things. I love it. It brings out the white girl in me. I know I'm a basic bitch all year round. I don't <laughs> give fucks. Like, basic bitch me up with that pumpkin spice. <laughs> we love a good scary story here at Fective Fables, and I personally think this one fits the bill. So I thought for our first little dive into all things scary and spooky, I just I just love saying spooky instead of spoo- spooky. It's just it's everything. Um, I thought that I would talk about something that a lot of people might not actually be familiar with or know about, and that is Wendigos. So, um, I really love all things regarding indigenous cultures, but more specifically that of the Inuit people. I think it's like really cool the way that their culture and customs work. So, Wendigos are creatures that come from the Algonquian culture, and the Algonquians are native and indigenous people from Nova Scotia and the eastern coast of Canada, so kind of that area up in the northeast. And then all the way down to the Great Lakes area in Wisconsin here in the United States. That kind of like swoopy (laughs) area. (laughs) So some of the tribes that make up the Algonquians are the Ojibwe, the Cree, the Inuit, and the Saltaw. And they are obviously not the only ones, but they're some of like the more common ones that we would know of. Um, so please, quick side note, I am not a native speaker of Algonquian, and I'm not a member of any of these related tribes. So I have tried to do my best to research the culture and the pronunciation of things. 
but I have no idea what I'm doing here. (laughs) (laughs) So if you do want to learn more or like learn about how they actually pronounce these from like a native speaker, um, there are a ton of websites out there that you can find that they have created kind of for this purpose to share their culture with other people. Um, Before TikTok was banned. (laughs) Uh, That has been challenged and is on hold right now. Yeah, with TikTok, there are actually a couple of Inuit TikTokers that do like a day in my life. And so like they show like the food and like how they like uh, refrigerate stuff and freezing is actually really cool to like check out. So that's another good resource is for as TikTok. long as it's around. I know TikTok, TikTok was a good resource. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, before we begin, there is a major content warning for bodily horror and gore. So does everyone have their vomit bowls? I'm clear. <laughs> we can see how much vomit is in here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, so what is a Wendigo? So a Wendigo is a nightmarish creature typically depicted as an evil, supernatural cannibal? Question mark? Mostly they themselves? Like, the same species, not themselves? <laughs> we will... We'll dive into this cannibalism thing. Okay. Here. They are mostly associated with winter famine and starvation. All right. So I say cannibal with a question mark because they do eat people, but Wendigos themselves are not actually considered humans. So like in D&D, like you don't eat other humanoids, but like, you know, is it considered cannibalism if an elf eats a halfling? I don't know. (laughs) Fine, like question mark. Um, so the best way that I can find to actually describe Wendigos is from an Ojibwe scholar named Basil H. Johnson. Um, so the Wendigo is, and I quote, gaunt to the point of emaciation, its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets, the Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. So basically it's like this walking corpse that is not far off from being a skeleton. So it's like just barely skin left, you know, on its skeleton. That's not all. (laughs) (laughs) What, quote, what lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from separation of the flesh, which is to say but it is a gaping, bloodied maw with pus-filled pockets that ooze. That's what separation is. Pus-filled pockets that ooze. You're welcome. It's lips? Like, all that's describing yeah. as lips? Yeah. So its lips are this bloody thing with pus-filled pockets that ooze pus. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, and you know what would be really worse is if they killed people by kissing them. <laughs> We're still not quite dead yet. Oh, no. <laughs> you have that lovely mental image in your mind. Uh, the Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. End quote. So that's why I said you might want to have your vomit bucket ready. <laughs> I had to look up what separation was. I had no idea what it was. And I'm like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, it just sounds like the lips are split, right? It doesn't sound like uh, anything that bad. No. Until, you, until you describe it with all the pus and... Yeah. <laughs> I don't particularly like the idea of pus, so <laughs> this yeah, one's hard for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what a Wendigo looks like. 
Um, so they are kind of a paradox of sorts. They are creatures that live at the point of starvation where the next step could be the last one before they like, keel over and die. It's where they're like basically a walking skeleton with flesh pulled over them. Um, but at the same time, they are extremely gluttonous. So they hunt for humans and devour them. But with each person they consume, they grow larger and larger. So they're never actually full. And this keeps them in that constant state of intense hunger that will never be satiated. Uh, so this is where that cannibalistic aspect comes in. Um, so in some cultures, a Wendigo is a human who was corrupted by greed and turned into a Wendigo. Um, some other cultures say that a Wendigo is created when people are forced to resort to cannibalism. So if you had to willing or unwillingly participate in cannibalism, this is what you would turn into. Um, and then another group of people believe that Wendigos are creatures that steal people away and swallow them whole. And then inside of them, they keep them trapped in like this block of ice and the only way to free that person is to have a young girl tempt them to be like their next meal. And when the Wendigo gets close to them, they will pull poor boiling lard down its throat, which frees the trapped person and kills the creature. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> So I have a very vivid imagination. Yeah, yeah. I was lost in that image. (laughs) (laughs) So this is why I don't know if when, like, they call Wendigos cannibalistic, but since they're not really humans anymore, I I, I don't know, like, what the classification of cannibalism is. I would call them cannibalistic based on the fact that they were humans so like a dna perspective they probably still are some form of like corrupt human yeah it's kind of like like a zombie you know yeah Yeah, it's like a zombie like is a zombie still considered a cannibal or is it like this gray area because they're not you know it's they're cannibals i I don't know they're cannibals (laughs) (laughs) so the um belief from wendigos at least from what i could find out um it was used as a means to show that like moderation in all things is how you should act and that being greedy and having like the hoarding of wealth and all of that turns you into a monster um they also used it as a way to show that like eating people was wrong which obvi in 2020 we know you don't eat humans but it makes but, sense knowing where these people yeah, live exactly you know barren environments yeah, yeah. and you know back in the early days they didn't know you know any better and when especially like the inuits and the ones that live further up north you know food is scarce for most of the year so i'm sure that there were you know instances of them being trapped somewhere and having to eat people like that one plane crash where they all froze and they had to eat people to survive because they were like dollar party yeah so i'm like it makes sense you know that was their way to try and get people to not do that because they're like oh this is wrong we shouldn't do it you know i was like oh okay i get it so um i did find some accounts of ojibwe and cree tribes who would do ritual dances to keep Wendigos at bay. So if they did these particular rituals and dances, it would keep the Wendigo creatures away from their tribe for a time. But at least publicly, there hasn't been one in a very long time. So I don't know if this is something that they just don't publicly do anymore, or if this has kind of like fallen away because they know better, 
you know like they know that eating people isn't really gonna turn you into this creature um do we really know yeah (laughs) i'm like now that i think but i'm thinking about it and i'm like but really there's only a handful of people who have admitted to being cannibals that weren't like garbage (laughs) (laughs) most of them are serial killers so yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um ultimately it's kind of from what i can see more like a metaphor nowadays that shows us that like anyone can fall to greed and that it can take over any aspect of our lives and that giving into this greed and those like hoarding of wealth and all of that can have consequences which can cause like disharmony in groups that people are involved with especially like tribes and stuff so it's more of like a cautionary tale to be mindful of what we have and then learning when we've eaten our share if you will when we've taken all that we really need so if the wendigo doesn't sound familiar don't worry there's a reason why i picked it (laughs) so there are some popular tv shows that have shown a wendigo or something similar as um titania pointed out charmed actually has an episode it's in the first season it's called the wendigo (laughs) and after listening to this and then going back and watching it you're going to realize that they weren't it's not really it's kind of like a hybrid of a werewolf and a wendigo so like piper gets attacked by a wendigo and starts to turn into one because she got scratched which is more like werewolf lore than wendigo but it is this kind of creature who's gluttonous who's trying to eat the hearts of people like there are some aspects of it um, and I believe Supernatural also has a Wendigo-like creature. But that one, they don't actually show you the creature. It's mostly, like, hidden in the shadows, which just kind of adds to that spooky effect. I love when movies and shows do that, where it's kind of, like, up to your imagination what it actually looks like. There was a movie that starred the other Olsen, what's her name, Elizabeth Olsen, where <laughs> they left out the soundtrack. So all you have is her and they used they used darkness for effects like that and they didn't use any sound effects or any music so it like it, Ooh, creepy. It not, yeah not, it not being what you expect you know yeah. you expect horror movie music it made it even creepier it yeah. was a really really fun experience yeah subtle things I like things like that where it's like not your traditional in your face it's kind of more that suspense that like the old horror directors vincent price alfred hitchcock whatever yeah they kind of did things like that to make it seem a little bit more believable realistic whatever um so i did actually find one so this surprised me because i went looking to see what a wendigo has been in and i found probably the most famous example of a wendigo and i was shocked so there's this fun little book slash movie that they remade by Stephen King called Pet Cemetery, and that's where he got the idea for it from. Was from Wendigos. Oh, I hate that movie. So much. <laughs> I was I was shocked. I was like, wait, Pet Cemetery is based on Wendigos? It is based on Wendigos. So I thought it was based on zombies. I don't know what I thought it was based on. I just assumed that he was like most kids who have an animal that dies young and wishes that it would come back. And boom, Pet cemetery. But yeah, apparently the inspiration for it came from him learning about Wendigos. Oh, that makes it even creepier. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So on that note, we will end our little spoopy bonus episode. 
I hope you enjoyed the terrifying story of Wendigos and the lovely poem. Good luck getting to sleep tonight. When all <laughs> I can think of is that pus-filled mouth creeping out at you, Joker style. I'm just saying. Uh, so next week, Titania is going to be tackling her spooky tale. Do you know what you're going to do? And I finally decided what I'm going to do. What We're going to dive into the realm of fairy. Oh, I'm okay. Two of my favorite creepy fairies. <laughs> I think you purposely started with a long sound at the beginning because I swear you were about to say Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I, I literally bought Phantom of the Opera just to troll you because I really wanted to do Phantom because a lot of people don't realize that the original book is actually a horror yeah, versus romantic musical. So I yeah. thought that'd be an excellent topic and I know how much you hate it. And I was like, I should totally do it. But... <laughs> I decided to go back to Barry. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Phantom of the oh Opera God. will forever haunt me. Um, I literally <laughs> cannot escape it. It's a running joke with some of my coworkers. I am always the one who stumbles across something Phantom of the Opera related. I love Phantom. Without ever trying. Like, a friend I knew in high school will post a meme and it's Phantom of the Opera. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, my camera's shaking. I'm sorry. So, stay with us as we count down the days to Halloween. Check out our videos to see our awesome little witches hats and see what costume we're going to be in next time. Ooh, I don't know what we're going to do next time. You're doing fairies? We should be Disney princesses. Other than Sleeping Beauty and Tinkerbell. <laughs> I feel like we should be something sweet and innocent to contrast against fairy. <laughs> it could be good fairy. Fairy not a sweet and innocent place. Or we could just get fairy wings. Right, we could be good fairy. Pretend like we're from the Sealy Court. Yeah, instead of the Unsealy Court. I like it. <laughs> so <laughs> both are equally as treacherous. Yeah, true. We don't fuck <laughs> with the fae. Mm. Not really supposed to. No. All right. Well, sweet dreams, everybody. Bye. Bye.